Entry for February the 13th, 1859. From Winter, from the Journal of Henry David Thoreau. Recorded for LibriVox Coffee Break Collection, Volume 3. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Sue Anderson. Entry for February the 13th, 1859. From Winter, from the Journal of Henry David Thoreau. February 13, 1859, P.M. On ice to Fairhaven Pond. The yellowish ice which froze yesterday and last night is thickly and evenly strewn with fibrous frost crystals very much like bits of asbestos, an inch or more long, sometimes arranged like a star or rosette, one for every inch or two. I think this is the vapor from the water which found its way up through the ice and froze in the night. It is sprinkled like some kind of grain and is, in certain places, much more thickly strewn, as where a little snow shows itself above the ice. The old ice is covered with a dry, powdery snow about one inch deep, from which, as I walk toward the sun, this perfectly clear, bright afternoon at half-past three o'clock, the colors of the rainbow are reflected from a myriad fine facets. It is as if the dust of diamonds and other precious stones were spread all around. The blue and red predominate. Though I distinguish these colors everywhere toward the sun, they are so much more abundantly reflected to me from two directions that I see two distinct rays or arms, so to call them, of this rainbow-like dust, stretching away from me and about half a dozen feet wide, the two arms including an angle of about sixty degrees. When I look from the sun, I see merely dazzling white points. I can easily see some of these dazzling grains, fifteen or twenty rods distant on any side, though the facet which reflects the light cannot be more than a tenth or twelfth of an inch at most. Yet I might easily, and commonly do, overlook all this. Winter comes to make walking possible where there was no walking in summer. Not till winter can we take possession of the whole of our territory. I have three great highways raying out from one center which is near my door. I may walk down the main river or up either of its two branches, could any avenues be contrived more convenient? With the river I am not compelled to walk in the tracks of horses. Never is there so much light in the air as in one of these bright winter afternoons when all the earth is covered with new-fallen snow and there is not a cloud in the sky. The sky is much the darkest side, like the bluish lining of an eggshell, with this white earth beneath, and that spotless, skimmed milk sky above him, man is but a black speck enclosed in a white eggshell. Sometimes in our prosaic moods life appears to us but a certain number more of days like those we have lived, to be cheered not by more friends and friendship, but probably fewer and less as perchance we anticipate the end of this day before it is done, 
closed the shutters and with a cheerless resignation commenced the barren evening whose fruitless end we clearly see we despondently think that all of life which is left is only this experience repeated a certain number of times and so it would be if it were not for the faculty of imagination the wonderful stillness of a winter day the sources of sound are as it were frozen up scarcely a tinkling rill of it is to be heard when we listen we hear only that sound of the surf of our internal sea rising and swelling in our ears as in two seashells it is the sabbath of the year stillness audible or at most we hear the ice belching and crackling as if struggling for utterance a transient acquaintance with any phenomenon is not sufficient to make it completely the subject of your muse you must be so conversant with it as to remember it and be reminded of it long afterward while it lies remotely fair and elysian in the horizon approachable only by the imagination end of entry for february the thirteenth eighteen fifty nine from winter from the journal of henry david thoreau